Welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. Here we are in Season 5 with using the commentary of the Sforno and the translation and explanatory notes of Rabbi Pelkovitz. We are in Gimel, Paragimel, Mishnah Hay. We are in Chapter 3, Paragraph 5, a very apropos statement for any of you people who ever stayed up very late, whether reading or watching something or listening to something very apropos. Listen to this. Rabbi Hanina ben Chachinai Omer. Rabbi Hanina ben Chachinai says, Haneor Balayla, one who stays awake at night, Vamahalech bederach yechidi, or one who travels alone on the road, Omefana libo levatala, and turns his heart to idleness, Hareza mischayev benavsho. Indeed, he bears guilt for his soul. Anyone who has ever been in the ability to be up late at night knows, as a famous phrase once went on a show a long time ago, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. And I would also say that after 12, after 1, nothing good ever happens when you're staying up late at night. If someone's binging on a show, or someone's binging on a book, or binging on internet reading, or anything like that, nothing good ever happens late at night. Not a good time to be. And if you're traveling alone on the road, or you're just procrastinating, nothing ever good comes from procrastination. I'm actually opposite of procrastination. My theory, my my. My oomph in life is to be a doer, to be a go-getter, to get things done. I do not like to, to wait. I do not like to be idle. It's actually very difficult for me to have other people take care of stuff because I very much need to get things done. Not a control thing, but I like to get things done. I like to be adamant. And, you know, some people might agonize over decisions for days and days and days. And I'm like, what is the matter, man? I take care of decisions, 100 decisions a day. We got to get this for lunch. We got to do this for the breakfast. I got to get them out. I got to get them this. When are we going to do this? When are we going to do that? I don't agonize over it. I don't call 100 people to get it done. I just get things done. And I'm not tooting my own horn. It's just the way that I was born. I have to just be a go-getter, a doer. Get things done. I have to do this show and that show. show. I'm not going to agonize over it for two hours. I'm going to sit down, speak, and get it done. I got to get the daft done. Get it done. I got to read this to Steinmerko. Or get this. I got to pick them up. I got to bring to the doctor. Get things done. Don't be one who turns his heart to idleness. Don't be a procrastinator. Don't be someone who pushes things off. I know many different people who, you know, might things might be sent their way, jobs or ideas or connections or the like, and they just don't get things done. They don't follow up through, and it looks bad on me because I'm trying to make the connections, but really, it's the personality. You have to be someone who gets things done. Make sure not to turn your heart to idleness. Don't procrastinate. Carpe diem, seize the day. Get what you can done today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Get it done today, and then we'll think about tomorrow. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. But get things done today. We want to make sure not to be mischayib and afshu. Don't stay up late, late, late. I'm guilty of this many, many, many times. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. or 12 a.m. You just end up wasting time and not going to sleep. And then your whole day is shot the next day for many various other reasons. If you're traveling alone also, it's difficult. Staying up awake at night, we just mentioned, very difficult. Not good for you. And if you're traveling alone, it's not good. It's a little bit lonely. So what can you do? You can listen to music. You can listen to shears. You can listen to podcasts like ours or the other four. Or you can listen to audiobooks. Or you could be involved in calling people and reaching out to people. You don't have to travel alone. And if you're on a train or a plane, don't travel alone. Travel with the Torah with you. Listen to a shear. Watch a shear. Read a book. Read a safer. Learn a safer. Read some Davyom Yerstein Merkur. Read some Aish articles or Chabad articles. Why should anyone have to travel alone? 
Don't be traveling alone and don't turn your heart to idleness. Don't do nothing. Don't be someone who just sits around. You could call yourself a homemaker, but make sure to get things done. I myself also have been a homemaker at one point or another, but I still make sure to try to get stuff done in the day and to accomplish things in the day. For example, when I was waiting to be placed, when I first came to the Board of Ed, I had about six months until I was placed from when I was passing my test, thank God, and I was accepted into the Board of Ed, thank God. And then until I was placed, it was from about December to like June. And I actually started my first day of work literally six weeks to the day after having our first child, which I called a forced paternity leave. I got those six weeks and then we started work, which I thought was very interesting. But those six months, what do you think I did every day? You think I sat around and just watched Netflix all day? You think I sat around and watched Hulu all day? Yeah, maybe some people could do that, but that's against my nature. Yes, like everyone else, I could binge here and there, but not every single day for six months. If I'm home, I learned a little Gemara, learned a little Steinmikra. At that time, I didn't have the podcast yet, but I did have a different venture and tried to do things. And here and there, if I'm home, whether off from the DOE or whether waiting to be placed throughout the years, there's something we have to do. We can record the shows. We can learn a little. We can reach out to try to do side projects. We can't just sit and read blogs and, and just read can read books, but not all day, every day. Then it loses its value. It loses its authenticity. It loses its its appeal and its newness. That's why I asked my wife, do you ever want to read during the week these wonderful Jewish novels? She says, if we read during the week, then it's not special on Friday night and Shabbos, right? And that's very true. Whatever we do, if you do it off and off and every day, it loses its appeal, loses its ability. You're going to watch TV all day, every day. You're going to read books all day, every day. Can't do that. We have to figure out what to do. Don't be idle. Don't stay awake late at night. And don't travel by yourself. Travel with Torah. Always have Torah with you whichever way possible and your days will be all the more so better every single day. The Svarno explains the sequence of the Mishnahis. Mishnah 3 and 4 speak of proper conduct in the framework of one's own home. As in the words of the Shema, while you sit in your home. Now we turn our attention to the following phrase of While you walk... On the way, when you retire and when you arise, since these are the times which can lend themselves to contemplation, one should grasp the opportunity and utilize those uninterrupted moments productively. Failing to do so is to miss the moment and squander the time which one has been granted. Consequently, he is guilty of the most severe kind of waste, namely failure to expand his mind and nurture his soul. We read the notes first today, and now let's go to the actual words of this phono. I did it a little backwards on purpose. After the author discussed various actions representing areas of zrizus, alertness, and diligence required of men, while you sit in your home, that is, in your study room, around your table, he now directs our attention to the type of zrizus required, while you walk on the way when you retire. Now this wise sage tells us that one who stays awake at night and one who travels alone on the road and is therefore not distracted by anyone who divert him to idle things, the Vatala, is one who can turn away his heart from mundane matters and is therefore at liberty to contemplate. But if these free moments are squandered for naught, then he bears guilt for his soul for these moments which are free from the demands and duties of everyday life are a time to do for Hashem from Psalms, to consider God's works and his Torah and to contemplate upon how to revive one's soul. If, however, he is lax, fails to use these moments, then indeed he bears guilt for his soul. So remember, don't be up late at night. Nothing really good comes from that. Make sure 
not to travel alone on the road, whether you're driving and you can listen to stuff or whether you're on the actual train or public transportation, you can read stuff or watch stuff related to Torah and chesed and mitzvahs. And don't turn yourself to idleness. Don't be a procrastinator. Get things done. Make sure to be someone who sets your mind to goals and dreams and actually does them, accomplish them, and figures out your way. Even if you have to start not getting paid to do something, maybe it'll lead to something that you will get paid one day. Make sure to be involved in endeavors that you like to do. Use your talents and your abilities. Don't be idle. Think what you can use your days and your minutes and your weeks and your years for. You're only given 120 years. Don't squander them away reading blogs all day. Make sure to be someone who's involved in things. Don't be idle. Therefore, you won't be guilty for your soul, but you'll be guilty. The only thing you'll be guilty of is that you didn't have enough time in the world to get even more stuff done. Halavai, we should all be zilchem to use all of our time wisely throughout all of our years to accomplish great things in this world. Join us next time as we talk about accepting the yoke of Torah upon ourselves here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.